hello, hello. It's hello. Monday, January 4th. Mm-hmm. It is the, the first business day of 2021. First business day. The business day. Yes. Leadership, business, management. How did, before we jump in, can I ask how your weekend was? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to start. It's going to start the rant. And I'm telling you, I I really don't want to be that guy that's like constantly bitching about stuff, but Mm -hmm. I'm having a rough 2021 when it comes to my impression of humanity. I I, I started with a very optimistic outlook and hoped that people were going to do the right thing and and the 250 gratitudes yeah. didn't. Uh, no. Well, no. Let, let's think where you could be right now. That's true. If you, if you didn't practice what you preached. Oh no, no question about it. Yeah. But I that's will say the scary thing. that's a that's a terrifying that's the terrifying thing. Terrifying. But it seems like every day I have a new rant, and today is on par for that. And tomorrow we're going to record another one of my rants, and it's it it's a hundred percent disappointment in humanity well we benefit from that because your rants lead to some great homework some great challenges some great inner work and creating awareness you're like yeah Yeah. so you're kind of the canary in the coal mine (laughs) 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 so let's hear it all right i'm squawking i'm squawking so i i gotta say i have all these amazing anecdotes floating around in my head but similar to tnt which is you know inert until you hook it up to until some fire <laughs> yeah there's without a catalyst. the catalyst yeah <laughs> hey. yeah that's, that was kismet i like <laughs> it uh i'll tell you what though the catalysts are usually events that take place in my day-to-day living okay and then i, I it sets me off so today I'm going to give a shout out to the woman who thought it was cool to drive 15 miles an hour under the speed limit in the act of sightseeing. And we and we get that a lot here. Why does that take everyone from zero to 60, no pun intended, yeah, right. <laughs> in, in a split second? Yeah. It is. It's crazy making. It, and, and I had this long conversation with my passenger at the time. We were trying to get out and hit the links and, and go golfing and... This woman just wouldn't pull over. Yeah. Like I'm flashing my lights. It's and like there's you know, there's nothing every oh, 50 feet. Oh all along. I mean, how many how yes. many miles of coastline and there's all these pullouts? But nope. I'm just gonna sit in my car and go ten miles an hour and oh look at the pretty waves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No recognition of anybody behind yeah, and her. And there's nothing wrong with that, but just pull over. Right. That's it. Well, and it's double yellow, so I know uh-huh. I shouldn't. The guy behind me got fed up. Laid on the horn and passed both of us and cut her off. And, you know, there's bicyclists. There's other oncoming traffic. I didn't want to take it to that level. But still, you would think that would wake her up, right? Just, uh, uh, oh, put her to attention. Some awareness. Like, oh, my God, right. Oh, I snap out of it. And then I recover by pulling over or speeding up or whatever. And that didn't happen. It actually made it worse. She slowed down. Yep. So we had, finally, we got to the golf course. And I, I peeled off, but all the poor people behind me were still suffering from this one woman. And it really, it's, you know, it's like, see you next Tuesday, lady. I really just wanted to get out and scream. And it's, okay, is it terrible that that I got slowed down? No, that's not the point. The point is extraordinarily selfish. What was our first gift of the day? It was all about 
newsflash you, you occupy the planet right. with other people don't be a selfish prick every day since that first gift of the day because we're only what four days in i've i've witnessed the worst in humanity in that respect okay completely clueless about anybody else and not giving a crap about them so and and you used an interesting verb it it causes you to suffer yes and that's just not right i think that's where it turns <laughs> ugly it is where it turns ugly this is age appropriate for a child right when the kids are completely unaware of other people's existence and it brings me to a story but let's get to the gift of the day and apply it to today's theme, which is business management and leadership. Michelle, take yeah. it away. Yeah, we'll, we'll tackle this before you get into your tirade. Yep. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I'm going to settle down a little. <laughs> Sip of wine. <laughs> okay, today is Monday. It is all about business management and leadership. And your gift of the day is mm. a great leader is always aware of their position. Contrary to belief, they don't stand in front. They stand alongside. Blocking out the sun for your followers, we fix that. I channeled my growing up years. And if you grew up as a kid in the 70s, you could not avoid all of the hype around a statement that the CEO of Chrysler Motor Company, is Chrysler even a company anymore? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Huh. I thought they went out of business. Either Chrysler way. Jeep. Oh, that's right. Jeez, I David. own one. Oh, boy. Anyway, <laughs> I don't see Jeeps as Chryslers. They're Dodges, aren't they? They're Mopar. I don't know. I, you know, maybe I, I'm gonna have to look it up. Anyway, it's Chrysler Jeep. It is Chrysler, Chrysler Dodge so. Jeep. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the chairman, the CEO, was Lee Iacocca, and you couldn't escape what seemed to be like okay, it, it's a moderately intelligent quote, but oh my god, everybody latched onto it and just bastardized it and repeated it over a million times it was lead follow or get out of the way get out of the way i even remember that yeah so I, I recall it because my mother in terms of breaking me out of my trance as a kid would use that analogy and because we all do it right it's it's something you did as a kid there you are and i remember this specific moment where she snapped me out of it and I never looked back. How and, old were you? Oh gosh, I'm gonna probably like six or seven. Okay. Yeah. And I remember, well, it's easy to remember because I was standing in ShopRite, which is a grocery store that's based on the East Coast. And I'm just in the middle of the aisle for no apparent reason. I'm <laughs> spinning with my arms spread out and just staring at this helium balloon that had broken free. I still look at the helium balloons that break free. Oh, and I, I go to a weird place, but I, I stopped spinning in the middle of the aisles <laughs> with my arms out <laughs> so there's this point where my mom's like uh you need to lead follow or get out of the way david there are people stacking up behind you and they were you know because it was the middle of the day when you know at the time mostly men were at work right so you see all these babushkas which are these elderly grandmas <laughs> elderly russian ladies with their shopping carts and I was blocking them and they would get, they would get frustrated with me and, you know, you were almost lose their headscarves over it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh boy. I had to say it, but I was oblivious, absolutely oblivious. And if it's not sinking in, I'll say it one more time. 
oblivious. It's totally Completely oblivious. oblivious. So she explained to me that I have to be aware that there are other people and they're looking to move forward and you're holding them back. Don't ever do that. And I use that as a metaphor for life. I used it well into my managerial endeavors throughout business. When I became an entrepreneur, I used it as a coach. I used it. I wanted to make sure that my, my staff, my players understood that as their coach, I am going to lead by example, but I'm also not going to step in their way. And that's ultimately what my master's thesis was on, which was empowering personnel. Yeah. People have lost touch with failings are always opportunities as long as you learn from them. Right. Uh, right. And it seems like now we're not allowed to fail or the parents aren't letting the kids take on that responsibility or taking that opportunity to tell them right from wrong. Boy, I mean, you really Is it- hit, a, hit a sore subject for me because we, when I was coaching softball, and I think I may have mentioned this on another podcast, yeah, we kept score. Therefore, it is competitive. There right. is a win There's a winner potential. and there's a loser. Right. And a lot of the parents were very California. Well, they're just going to have some fun out there. Let's just go have some fun. It's not about the trophy. It's like, no, no, it is about the trophy. And I got news for you. This is a very healthy analogy of Of real life. life. Yeah. There isn't a career you can go in where it doesn't matter if you succeed. What, what, What career, what career can you go into and failing is it is an option yeah this young sports teaches you how to lose and lose gracefully and win and win gracefully well and i i well i was an unorthodox coach on many different levels but a lot of it came from the fact that i was born from the business business world and i applied business model to coaching so Mm -hmm. i would talk about you know what today ladies we won on the scoreboard but we lost in a lot of respects and we have to examine because you can lose when you're winning and you can win when you lose. Exactly. We took a really hard loss one time and I said, you know what, today we actually won. Now the score doesn't reflect that, but there were so many discoveries that we made. We we're gonna fine tune, we're gonna amplify certain things that we discovered. We're gonna go out with a different attitude and we're gonna win the remainder of the season. And, and sure enough, it's not like it was a prophecy. It came true. <laughs> right. It's exactly what happened. We, that's really the, the definition in my opinion of loss. Loss is not when you look at the score and you're the end of the game and you're, you're, you were defeated. You only really lose if you didn't learn something from that experience. Right. That's, That's really, mindset. truly loss, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, to weave this back into this philosophical point that I've got is the, the woman in her car, me as a kid spinning in the aisle, there is this heightened level of obliviousness among humanity. And you would think... You would think now during this time in our historical lives where we've got COVID and we're supposed to be super bonding with humanity and removing all that ego and knowing that you are connected to everyone else on this planet and you're all going through the same thing together. You would think that that would break you free from being oblivious about the people around you. I got news for you. Not from my vantage point. Right. Definitely not from my vantage point. Now, I will say, there's a lot of folks that probably have, but they're not circling in my neighborhood. Right. (laughs) So I'm dying to know, like, did she, was this intentional now or just completely unaware because of her surroundings were so beautiful? Well, and 
Okay. When you said I, I couldn't after know. someone passed her, she went she even slower. Down. So it was almost like an I FU. Feel, I, that's it was what passive I'm feeling. aggressive. Yeah, and, and I couldn't possibly know what's going through her head. Right. But it's it's like the Karens. Remember yeah. that? I mean, that was a big deal. They would go out indignantly and do things to disrupt people's day. Right. Right. They're, they're entitled, and that's that's been a huge deal. So again, with that, I thought, hmm, you did not want to be called a Karen. Right. You did not want to be lumped into the Karens. I thought that that would straighten people's act up. This woman was a definition of a Karen. I've got my expensive car and I'm just going to go, you know, uh, I don't have anything to do. So you don't have anything to do today. And I'm just going to block the road just as a selfish gesture. And I, I had this long discussion because I had a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say, okay, I give the people a pass when I see that they've got a license plate from out of state. They're lost, they don't know what they're doing. These are the people that stop in the middle of the road and then cross yes. over three different lanes exactly. of traffic at a moment's notice. And I said, to my, I said to my passenger, when I'm visiting a different country or a different state, I don't automatically become an asshole on the road. Yeah. No, I'm not familiar with with. You actually try exits. to do anything to do, not to right. look like so my, you don't fit in. My assertion is, okay, one of two things, they probably drive like that at home and has nothing to do with the license plate being from a different state. Right. Or this little influence, the variable of not being familiar, makes people panic and turn into absolute selfish idiots. Like, what's the worst case scenario? Oh, I missed my exit. I've got to go up an yeah, exit and come and back. make a U-turn. But instead, nope, I'm going to just dart across, not even signal, not look, and Assume put everybody... everyone else is going to know what right, I'm trying to do. Right, and put everybody do. in danger Yeah. because I don't want to drive up an extra quarter of a mile. Yeah, we can all relate. It's, it's you know, the, the stoic in me tells you that's out of your control. What you do have control over is your judgment and your thoughts about the situation. Right. We're human. We're human. After, I feel like after 15 minutes of this, after intentionally, what seemingly is intentions behind driving slow, sometimes you just want to lift your middle finger. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like half the time, I, I, it's at the ready. But I don't. I, I typically don't engage people on the road because it's only going to make matters worse. Right. And am I really teaching them anything? Are they? Exactly. What's their takeaway? Yeah. That guy's a dick. That's, I mean, they're not going to take away, oh, I did something to deserve that. Yeah, they're going to be no. defensive and they're going to probably do it again or make it worse. Yeah. And then, well, and I, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole with the driving thing. If I hadn't seen such riches, I could have lived with being poor. When I drove all throughout Europe, none of this, none of it happened. No. Nobody drives slow in the fast lane. Oh, by the way, there is such a thing as a fast there lane. There sure is. And so the slow traffic are on the far right. The traffic that's passing the slow traffic is in the middle lane. And the people that are going balls out are in the left lane. And when you're not going balls out in the left lane, you move over. And if you don't move over, they will tap their bright lights. And then you move over. It's not a signal to slam on your brakes like it is right. in America. Right, right. Or reach into your glove box. <laughs> and how many accidents did I see? Zero. I was there for two weeks. Zero accidents, mm -hmm. yeah. zero broken down cars. It was fluid flowing traffic and no anger. No, it's just a lifestyle that they've adopted. And America, that's my God given right to be in the far left lane in my Prius. And I'm going 55 miles an hour when it's 70 miles an hour because I'm a goddamn American. Damn. <laughs> 
I got it out. I feel like I... Yeah, you purged. Oh, it's like an exorcism. It was an exorcism. Oh, I feel really good now. Yeah, you look lighter. <laughs> I feel lighter. <laughs> but it's true. That's our perspective is we own the road. This is my lane. Don't come into my lane. It's like, no, you don't have a lane. Yeah. It's everybody's lane. Just be smart. Why be a dick? Why be so selfish? Why stay in someone's way? It's just, and it's a perfect parable and analogy for the business world. How many people who are less qualified to be leaders stand in the way of people that could be better leaders? It's disgusting. Yeah, you, you see it all the time. All you the time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold back my team. I remember, and I'll keep it brief because I'm, I'm just going off on a tangent now. I remember leading a team that had a very autocratic previous leader and disempowered them, did not allow them to have any influence. I had nine department heads. They each were responsible for their own departments. We would go into department head meeting and I would announce what's going through the day, talk about what my responsibilities are and how I'm going to manage it, some problems that might come up. And then I would suggest, okay, everybody, what are your thoughts on the matter? And they looked at Cr- me like I had lobsters crawling out of my ears. They're like, you, wait, you, yeah. you, you actually want our opinion? I'm like, no, I don't want your opinion. I want you to problem solve this. I'm, I'm not the only person on this team, right? Oh. Well, 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 we've never been asked what our opinions are. We've never oh, been asked too bad. To, to have any input. And these were the most creative people. I had maintenance director helping create activities with the activity director and then they were flourishing but strangely enough it comes from the top down right so the ceos were like wait your activity director is working with your maintenance director well uh yeah of course he plays an instrument and he's fantastic and loves to pivot there it is out of his role and go into something that's actually exciting for him and it's working you know the 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 residents are seeing him in a different light and right. love it. Right. They see him as a human being, not as the guy who's there to hang your TV or to change your light bulb. So it was probably one of the better teams that I had because they were so hungry to be a part. And then they admitted a lot of them were going to leave if I was like the last, the last executive director. Yeah. But the CEO was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's called, it's called empowerment. It's this weird thing that you guys don't, seem to have a, gra- a, gri- a grasp on. Yeah, it's not a weird thing. <laughs> it's it's, it's not the obvious an, thing. It's not an unusual concept. Fear. Fear of outcome. Fear of actually, I think, success. I think a lot of leaders want to hold back other people because they may be overshadowed. That, Ego. in my opinion, <laughs> is what you want. Yes, exactly. Oh, please, be better than me at this. Yes, Guess who that's going to look good for? Uh, yeah. Uh, me. Exactly. But again, it's not about the ego. It's about getting the job done in the most creative way, right. maintaining your personnel's morale. Hello. Because that, again, is the magic M word in my world. You have, you have morale. You've got it all. Yeah. No need for anything more. All right. Enough of that. Thank you again, sincerely, to the asshole woman who so rudely held up traffic because there would not have been this level of energy behind the podcast today. So we all owe her a debt of gratitude. I hope you got lots of great pictures on your stupid phone while you're driving. Michelle. (laughs) 
it is now officially up oh, there. There it went. Ding, ding. Homework time. Oh, do you know what's funny? I was watching a movie yesterday, and that sound effect is it, the exact same sound effect is in it. Get and out. I perked up my ears. I'm like, I was gonna. What? Oh, it's in Cobra Kai. It's in I'm Cobra on Kai. season three. I'm on season two. Oh. But that is the exact same bell. Hilarious. It's what you get for free. <laughs> <laughs> Freesound.com, everybody. <laughs> All right, Michelle, great. that means homework time. You've got a good one. I really feel this one. This is going to be good. Yeah, so the homework for everyone today carried throughout the rest of the week, throughout the lifetime, make it a yes. goal, is find out if you're the one spinning in the middle of the grocery aisle grocery <laughs> aisle looking up at that lost balloon yep but you're gonna need a partner you need an accountability partner for this one someone who is gonna tell you the honest truth yep don't somebody that is not afraid to be blunt with you don't and, you know, don't get a yes man to help you out because it is not going to help you out at all who is going to tell you who is going to point out those infractions who's going to bring you back to a state of awareness right. and who is not going to be shy or afraid to do it. Absolutely. He's going to jerk you back into the reality that you share the plant with other people and that you're, you're in the way. If you're standing there in front of someone, you are impeding the progress of humanity itself. I, David, I have to say, I love when this happens to me. It is oh, yeah. the most oh, yeah. uh, duh yep. moments and it's crazy to think how many times it happens in a week. Sure. And how much better I've gotten. Yeah. So I love my accountability partner. Yep. It's it really is a blessing and a curse. It's it's painful to swallow that ego, but it's also amazing when you evolve. And you can't evolve if your ego is your anchor. I mean that I just made that up, but that ultimately good. that's really what it comes down to. And and partners ease up be tender, yeah. Yeah. be kind, come at them with love. Break it to them gently. You can do it. Yep. But we're asking for your help, so do it. You're going to come out better on the other side. Absolutely. So, Michelle, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of wisdom bombs throughout this one, dropping left and right. What was your one takeaway, your mic drop moment? I think it was part of the homework. Yeah. The little boy spinning in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> don't don't be that one because it's not as cute as you think it is. No, no. Yeah, just ask the old babushkas. <laughs> this damn kid is in the way again. I can't get to my sauerkraut. <laughs> and when that does happen, be gentle. Think about your emotions and judgment to the situation. What is in your control? What is not? How you won't do that next time. You know, Michelle, you just hit on something that's brilliant. It's not going to do them any good to simply point out their rudeness. How you handle it is the make or break. It on is. whether or not they, because if you go at them, boom, defense goes up, it's over. They're going to continue to do it. When you gently say, hey, you know what? The best thing to do in this scenario is to pull over, take your pictures, and allow everybody around you to get around you. I know you're excited about the, the view. Who isn't? Mm -hmm. But you've got to be aware of the people behind you. Rather than honking, raising the middle finger, and blasting around them. Right. Yeah, I like it. Good good point. Now, get out there and fly that kite. Yaw, Koki.
Hi everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.